0: is a BYU Sports Nation special, a great BYU Sports Moment play-by-replay, presented by the BYU Store. Now, here are your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
1: BYU Sports Nation play-by-replay, open for business alongside Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton. The BYU Sports Nation team teamed up with the head basketball coach, of BYU Mark Pope. Mark welcome to the show man So
2: hype, guys let's go this is awesome
1: This is a great way to fill some slow days look back at some of the greatest moments and games in BYU basketball history.
3: And this is one of the greatest. You called it the greatest senior night in the history of the world.
2: It's got to be. I mean, I'm glad we're doing this because then it can put it in the vault and we can see, like, someone write it and say, that wasn't the greatest senior night in the history of college basketball. So we can start to have the debate because I don't know of any that have been more epic than what we experienced.
3: And emotionally, it started before the game where you honored the seniors. And how was it for you emotionally to – Get ready to compete, yet honor these guys. And the crowd responded in an amazing way.
2: Yeah, Senior Night is always, you just know, you just write it off. Is just feeling like everything's different about pregame. Everything's different about how you feel. And then your emotions are all over the place. And usually you have a speech with all your underclassmen. be be like, guys. You got to carry the load tonight because um, because guys are all over the place. And this, of course, was incredibly special with this group of seniors.
1: February twenty second, twenty twenty, BYU and Gonzaga, first top twenty five matchup in the Marriott Center since two thousand eleven. You had won seven games in a row coming into this. Needless to say, there was a ton on the line.
2: Yeah, and, and the momentum had been building through the whole season, right? And it started with this group of seniors four and five years ago, and then, of course, it started when we took the job here, and then Yoli jumps back in, and then we immediately had this kind of ongoing saga of these guys finally arriving this night where, where momentum had just kind of solidly grown throughout the course of the season, and, and uh, this was spectacular.
3: What are you saying to each of these guys? We've seen Zach Selye, and now we're seeing Dalton Nixon.
2: Just talking to him about how much I love him. You know, I only got to coach him as a head coach here for a year, but most of these guys I actually would, you know, took part in recruiting when I was here as an assistant. So we've known each other for a long, long time and known each other in a, in a different way too because I got to recruit them, then I got to coach against them, and then I got to coach them and, and, and really watch
1: their commitment level rise to this epic moment. And, of course, Jake I got to be with the whole time. The whole time. An emotional exchange there, and he's got his son with him, families. So how do you go from an emotional moment like this to locking in on the game? When does that switch get flipped?
2: Well, you hope it it actually flips before the game starts. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) it doesn't.
1: Uh, but the thing is you know, this has been such an emotional
2: ride for all these guys in a weird way as soon as this was was over It didn't feel that different, right? It, uh, you know, they've treated every single game like it was the most important game They've ever played in their life going through the course of the season and so it was really good preparation for this and uh, I think they were so excited and so grateful and and this is This is what they all imagine being at right here.
1: Now. Let's talk about not just the welcome that's happening during the senior moment with TJ Haas as he walks out just a few weeks earlier he'd had an unforgettable night with the birth of his first son but there were almost 6,000 students in the stadium two hours before tip-off.
2: Yeah well they were actually all in the stadium the night before so I, I rolled in the night before we were doing a little pep rally and it was I couldn't believe I walked in and the student section was full all the way up to the top the night before all these kids camping out and uh, it was it was the Merit Center's finest. You know, we'll talk about this, but Sean Farnham, who's doing the ACC and the SEC, has said a, a hundred times now because he so likes to say it, he's like it's the best basketball environment he has ever been in. Wow! In all of college basketball, and I think same. They were extremely
3: calm and reverent right before the <laughs> game, Mark. And they, they are hyped. We did the BYU Sports Nation for the first time ever uh, yeah. the Friday, you know, the day before in the morning, and all of a sudden just the payoff is about to happen. Yeah. And was it easy for you guys to ride that energy, or did you feel like you needed to bring it for the crowd?
2: Um, I, think, I think our guys feel a responsibility to BYU fans, certainly. Uh, you know, secondary to their responsibility to each other. Um, but I, I feel like the, the gym was so electric, there was no way you couldn't have energy from start to finish. It was, ama- it was amazing. It was, as, a, as a player, it was the environment you dream of playing in that very few people ever get to experience, and our guys did.
1: Now, we have the capability and the, the privilege of being able to sort through different moments that happened in this game. We don't have to necessarily go in chronological order. So we just saw Dalton Nixon get honored, and there was some, there was some sadness because he wasn't going to be able to play in his senior night. Or at least we thought, but then you have the opportunity to put him on the floor with just under 21 seconds left to play.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, fortunately these guys had, had, had put this game in a situation where we had the luxury of doing that, and uh, it was awesome for Dalton. As we checked him in, you know, this is what a great staff is because my whole staff's like, "Hey, you got to put Dalton, you got to put Dalton." So we checked him in, and and um, and then I just was like, "Hey, you know, just just don't move." Just catch the ball, hold it, and live with it. And he was a little upset about having to take the turnover. He was not excited (laughs) about that. I got in
3: and I turned the ball over? Now now watch it. It's not easy. He has has to fend off a guy
2: for a sec, right? Yes. I was nervous. So we didn't really report this, but, you know, he's got a broken leg. So his leg was broken and, and, leg? and yeah, his, his, fibula was, his, his fibula was broken and, and uh, so it was, it was really close to being healed. We were seeing some cloudiness and some fusion and, and so we were excited about kind of having a chance for him two weeks from then. So he's rolling out there with a pretty unstable leg so I'm like, please just don't move.
3: And, and this moment's so exciting. Uh, you see Mark Durant's hands go, what a celebration as you let the seniors yeah. uh, off the court here.
2: So, so often you have this incredible, incredible buildup where there couldn't have been a better buildup to this game. I mean, through the course of the season and the 48 hours and the winning streak and the seniors and, and number two, you know, two ranked teams in, a, in the Marriott Center. And then, and then so often in sports, because sports is merciless, you have a letdown. There was no letdown. It just, from start of the game, the momentum continued. They've been going for a year all the way to the end of the game. And, and uh, what an unbelievable
1: finish. The buzz was palpable. Every little play, every loose ball knocked out of bounds. Like the fans were living it with you. Um, just it, and again, it, it's one of those things that you will never ever forget. Jerem has joked a number of times that there were almost twenty thousand people in there, but there are going to be like forty thousand people. Yeah, a hundred thousand
3: people claimed that they went to this game, yeah. and a hundred thousand people felt like went on the court. Let's talk yeah. about the court storm. You know it's coming if yeah. you win. You know, because that's the payoff, and here they come. What's going through your mind, and where are you right now? I'm like,
2: hurry up. Let's go, people. we got to celebrate. <laughs> you know, we, we, it's, it's really fun because, I mean, it's just so many things w- were a part of this, and, and we had practiced this with the student session at Midnight Madness, and, and so for the, for their last game of the season to be able to feel this and for the students to be able to celebrate this way and do this, uh, it, it was awesome. Now, clearly our Ushers did an unbelievable job, you know, forming a a wall, protecting the players, which was great, and uh, just, uh, just what an epic moment.
1: What was your exchange with Mark Few like, given the unique circumstances of a court storm?
2: Did you get one? Yeah, it's just, it's just brief. I mean, post game, listen, you're just going to go kind of express your thanks, Uh, you know. Listen, Coach Few, has been, he's, the, he's the best coach in college basketball. There's, I think it's hard to argue that. And he's been so gracious to everybody, including myself. And I love him and am, am grateful for him and his friendship and kindness. Uh, but, the, you know, post-game and an emotional game like that, that's probably not the right time to express that, right? We get a chance to do that a couple hours after the game. We get to do it before the game. And so it was just kind of quick and making sure everybody's safe and get them out and, and then celebrate.
1: How many calories did you burn during this game? Because we're going to show you a segment here where I'm pretty sure you went through a workout just in like a a five to ten second span.
2: I didn't burn enough, man. I'm getting older. I'm starting to gain weight. It's just killing me. But uh, I I don't know how many calories i burned, but there's a lot of joy. There's a lot of joy.
1: Okay, let's go uh, late in the first half. BYU with uh, a six-point lead. TJ Haas has it, and here is Mark Pope trying to decide what you want to do in the moment. Okay, spot shot. Okay, okay. You want to You tell him to hurry up. Then tell him to slow down. Then you're trying to call a timeout, and TJ can't hear anything. Nobody can hear anything, and bang, knocks down that jumper. It's, it's the way it works in
2: the best case scenario. So you know we're thinking, man, we have a, it's a it's a little bit of a short clock for a 2 for one we have 12 seconds right when we get the ball in to really, and you want to get it with 36 or 37 seconds so we're like go 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 and when we see the guys don't hear the communication really quick we're like okay fine we'll just wait and we'll drop a play and, and they're going to have the ball late. And then TJ, it didn't click in and then it clicked in. And all of a sudden it was late. Coach is going to actually make me take a quick shot. Let's go! <laughs> and he banged
3: it. You say we. It was you and only you <laughs> it felt like, right? <laughs> and, and how much during this game was it so loud where you were, because normally you can be heard, yeah. but could the guys hear you normally?
2: No. Nah, you know, we couldn't even hear each other in the huddles. And that was the beautiful thing about it. Um, you know, even starting from as each guy was introduced in senior night, like you couldn't hear anything just as they're standing over there in the tunnel waiting to walk out and their name would be announced on the spotlight going on them. You could not hear a thing in the gym. It's, you know, the, it, always, it sounds like you're standing right next to a jet airplane by the jet engine, right? You just can't hear anything. And and certainly in a lot of moments of the game there was no chance to hear anything. And and uh, our guys like that a lot because they don't have to listen to me, right? It's
1: the best part. I'm sorry, coach, I can't hear you. I'm just going to go do my- Go, exactly. I'll just shoot it's, it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's when we function at our best. Yeah, we had more than a few fans with Apple watches on clock, 116 or 118 oh, decibels. It's, awesome.
3: Yeah, it's exactly like uh, yeah, an, an airline jail. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: All right, coach, don't go anywhere. We're going to bring you back in a little bit. Yep. But uh, we want to bring in some of the guys that uh, live this game as well on the floor. Yoli Chads and Jake Tools are going to join us. This is the BYU Sports Nation play by replay, Gonzaga at BYU.
0: BYU Play-By-Replay is presented by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why, we show how. And Intermountain Healthcare, healing for
1: life. Welcome back to the BYU Sports Nation Play-By-Replay. Gonzaga at BYU February twenty second, 2020. We brought in the A-team now. And team literally in Yoli Childs and Jake Toulson are joining us to recap this game. Um, gloves are off. You, you can have whatever say you want. The season's done. Your senior year's over. So feel free to uh, go places you may not have gone during the season. We got you. You good
2: with that? Yeah, we'll have some fun. Yeah, let's do it, man. Coach, are we, are we ready Are for
1: this? I'm ready. They, like, I
2: have no power over these guys anymore, so I'm just excited to hear what they're going to say.
4: Uh, Jake must have something. He was very adamant about me sitting next to you. Is there...
2: true? <laughs> he so, wants some real. separation. Yeah, He's yeah. <laughs> about to drop it on Coach right now. He must have something good. I don't know.
1: Okay, let's get back to it. Uh, and we have divided these pieces into very specific segments based on the guys that are sitting here. Okay, early on, Jake you get bumped early on, and it was a foul that wasn't called, and you have to leave the court because you're, you're bleeding. What's going through your mind right here?
0: Well, what's going through my mind is I hope somebody has a camera and gets a picture of my face because I look really tough right now. I got this blood dripping down my face. Luckily, nothing got on my uh, Uniform or anything, so he's
1: it was just. Uh,
2: he's out uh, the vet move, Jake pulling down his jersey so no blood gets on there because he' not missing any part of this game. Yep.
1: No, he wants Toulson to stay on the back. He's not wearing some other random yeah, jersey, no, right?
2: No, for
0: sure. So I had to go back into the training room and get a. Uh, get the blood cleaned up, uh, no stitches or anything, just a little, like, uh, Nelly Band-Aid under my eye, which was pretty cool, I thought.
1: Tell me you gave Connor Harding a hard time about this because then he comes in, he's in for, like, 0.2 seconds, and he steps on the sideline and turns the ball over.
0: Well, that's, that's just because he's my guy, and I told him, listen, I need to be back in the game. So he, <laughs> he, he turned the ball over for me so I can get back into the game.
1: Just looking out for you. Yeah, that's my guy. I love that kid. Solid. Yoli, you're having to deal with, like, a stoppage. I mean, you rip it up, everything's ready to go, and then all of a sudden, stop. So how do you maintain composure and energy in that moment?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy in an environment like that. But that's where, you know, being a senior kind of comes in handy. You know, when you're younger, it's it's definitely a lot harder to manage the emotions of it all. But um, being a senior and, and thinking about your brothers in a situation like this kind of kind of takes the edge off.
1: This might be one of the moments where they could actually hear you, Coach, as you're shouting instructions. Yeah, it is disappointing to all of them. They're Like, ah, guys get louder. So Connor Harding in for Jake Toulson, and uh, again, you'll watch what happens. So, so Jake
2: has told Connor he got to get. you know There's got to be something happen so he gets back in this game. So right now Connor's thinking, do I dare step out of bounds? Because he knows I'm gonna make him run all the way top of the bleachers if he does, and he did it. He did it. That's a great Love, teammate man. right And then there. Trevin Nell is on the sideline, so mad. Yep. He's like, Coach, never let me get away with this. That, that's Was it TJ's fault?
0: I don't know. It could have been TJ who's helping me out. He, he made him reach for the ball, so you'll never True. know.
2: And you saw Connor run straight to the scorers table. He didn't even <laughs> oh, have to yeah. look
4: over there. He knew. Yeah. No question. That's Coach's, like, biggest pet peeve. He does not mess with it. No. That's the only time I've ever seen him make Jake run.
1: Really? Only yeah. time
4: ever. So yes, that's because
1: you weren't with Because I don't do anything team. wrong, bro. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you. Okay, no, that's true. Speaking of not doing anything wrong, a veteran move by you later in the game when BYU was granted an opportunity to put a shooter at the free throw line. You're, you're nowhere near the play. It's Alex Barcelo, it's Zach Sellius, Philip Petrushev is complaining, and then voila, Jake, you're at the free throw line. What, what yeah, happened here?
0: That's crazy how that happened, right? Um, well, I knew Zach got fouled, but the refs were you know, talking to the Gonzaga bench and all, all confused, and so I looked at one of the refs who made the call, and I was like, I pointed at myself, and he's like, yeah, you're my shooter. So I made him say it. He told me I was the shooter. I knew exactly what I was doing. I was going up there to knock down the free throws. So whenever, I, I think, too, one of the refs told me that if I would have just gone there by myself and the ref wouldn't have told me that I was a shooter, I could get teed up for that. So I made sure that he told me I was a shooter, went to the free throw line, and shot it, and, um, yeah, it was, just, it was just a great time. What a <laughs>
4: yo, yo a great you're, you're time. shaking your
1: head, yo, why? That's genius. He's, a, he's <laughs> a
4: vet. He's a vet's vet, you know, six years. He's got a kid. Yeah. And Jake is telling me. He's like, he back.
2: told me. He told yes, me I was he supposed did. to shoot. I was like, yeah, yeah I made wanted sure, to shoot, sure Because I thought
0: they were looking, going back to see, like, if they could team me up, but, no, it was clearly Zach. I mean, look at that. And then I go over. Jake, not in the frame. Oh, there you are in the bottom right corner. I go over and say, let's go. I'm saying, And then I think I I said, I got you. I got you. Like, I'll just go to the line. And then I was like, hey, just one more shot. I made the first. He's only shooting one.
1: (laughs) We made it. And then the best part
0: is Zach steps up and just makes both. And then. Um, and then we move on. But yeah, that was pretty funny.
1: You gotta love the confidence of, of a guy like Jake to, to wanna take that shot. Be like, no, I'm I'm shooting it. Well I'm telling you, we made three free throws in a row for two points. That's big time. Like that's that's seniors raising up. It was awesome. Jake you had that look in your eye. And when you get that look in your eye the three-point line just kind of disappears. Okay, You're shooting these from uh, somewhere outside Utah County, but they're all, they're all going in. So walk us through the deep three-pointers. This is the first one. By the way, BYU was <laughs> 0 for 8 up to that point. You make the first one. What changed yeah. in that moment?
0: Uh, well, first of all, I'd just say Yoli gave me a great pass, <gasps> uh, and I just knocked it
1: down. So, it's, it's all Yoli. That one was a mere 25 feet. Now, this is 28.8. We were
2: talking before we came in here, and Jake was trying to say Yoli had zero assists. And there we go, the very first possession. It is.
1: Okay, moments later, uh, we're getting farther and farther away, 29.2 feet. Jake, how big is the hoop at this moment?
0: It's just wide open, man. I was, Kispert had made three free throws in a row before that, yeah. and he's like, on the way back, he, or I was guarding him, he was like, nothing. I, didn't even hit the rim. That's so like the like, Marriott
1: okay. Center logo in front of your coach. I mean, that's the I.O. in Marriott. It's 31 feet. <laughs> then this is an all-timer play right here. Zach Selyus, man move, muscles, rips that ball away, and then you decide you're going to pull up. Why? Why in this moment?
0: I see Petrusevs guarding me, and I know he's not about to get a hand up, and so I just said, I'll take a step back and, and shoot it right in your eyeball.
1: And that you did. Yeah. That you did.
0: Dear
1: uh, our uh, research team is now compiling the average number. I believe it was 28.6 or something like that. The average distance of three-pointer you took in that game. Pretty wild. Yoli, when you're watching this happen, and you've said this before, you're like, yeah, he does it all the time in practice. But it's different to do it against Gonzaga in this type of game.
4: That's, that's Jake, though. Legitimately, he's probably the second best shooter in the country. <laughs> the dude is unreal. I mean – like, it doesn't feel like it's far in the game at all when you're playing. You're like, oh, yeah, that's his shot. Because he does it every single day. And, and we're on him as, as teammates and coaches on him when he doesn't take shots because he's, he's just that good. And a uh, 30-footer for Jake, it doesn't feel like that when you're watching him because he's, he's just that good. You can't, you can't overstate it.
1: Who's the top shooter in the country?
4: You're looking at him. Look at the numbers. That's all I'm saying. So he takes the deep ones, but I'm a better shooter because I take the better ones, man. You know? I don't oh, know about geez. that. Look at He's the lost. numbers, Jake. Watch That's all film. I'm saying. I'm seeing the film. Oh wait, six ten. Oh the the back six ten. He's a stand back. I'm like It's subscribe. easier. He's, He's slower and taller. But there's also one second on the clock, so he knows it's going up. Drank. See, you could have you could have passed. Stop. He doesn't know. Stop. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, he does know, Look, because right I've been here, doing this like, him all night. He's like, oh, he's pulling up, and I
0: can't do anything about it. No, wow. well, he knows. He should have known. He's he's not smart because there's two seconds on the shot clock. <laughs> I am it's saying, the only thing you could have done.
2: Jinx post. Look at that step back three face
0: is way better than yo's. Yeah, because when he makes it, he's like, oh, wow, it went no, in. Because it's I'm just so shocked. It's just so casual. <laughs> I know what's going on, it's so just, I know it's, exactly what's It's like, boom, I, like I do this.
2: You do it. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you got to get hype because hate. it's a big
0: deal. I was know? saying earlier, Kispert was telling me, oh, I made three free throws in a row. How do you when get you fouled three free him throws? No, listen, like, yeah, you fouled him. say that to you? No, no, no. He goes, didn't even hit the rim. In the next possession, I go down and I hit that three in his face and I said, how about that one? He and a, so he, got, and he just put his though. head down and shook. What? He hit a lot yeah, of rim that night. Yes, sir. Court, he just knows, one yes. one
1: for ten from yes, the three-point yes. line in this game.
0: Yeah. It had nothing to do with the crowd though, according yeah. to him. Yeah. No, hey. It's all
4: good. His
1: words, it's just white noise, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: White noise, okay. man. <laughs>
1: white
2: noise will do it to you. Yeah.
1: Again, the precursor of having the gloves off This makes this all that much better, does it not? For I'm sure. over here sweating right now. <laughs> I'm not
2: about the fresh <laughs> pack we were get from this, but I like it. Keep the energy up.
1: Yo, we're going to come back and talk about your game specifically, 28 points and 10 rebounds for that matter, and get to some of the specifics of that. <laughs> a shrug from Jake no
0: less. I mean, that's, a, that's pretty decent. When you shoot as much as he does, you've got to go in every
1: <laughs> once in a while. Play <laughs> by <the> replay <laughs> continues that's truest, next. That's the truest thing
4: you
0: ever said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the BYU Sports Nation play by replay continues from one of our fabulous production control rooms here. At BYU Broadcasting. We have the top two shooters in the country. We'll let them debate on who's number one and who's number two as we continue on here. Yoli Childs, Jake Toulson, and a pretty good shooter in his own right, Mark Pope. Coach, uh, do we dare continue with this as yeah, we recap go, Yoli's game?
2: Let's go. This was, you know, one of the fun things is we, we had so many people that experienced this game. And then they went home. Got home
1: at one o'clock in the morning and rewatched it. So let's do it again. And they're Here rewatching it right now. This is, this is this is unforgettable stuff. Okay, Yoli Childs play by replay BYU and Gonzaga. All right, yo, uh, took you a little bit to get going, but once you got going, man, again, like Jake, the hoop just becomes huge. So when did it all switch on for you?
4: Uh, I, th- I think TJ really carried us early. You know, he came out ready to go and made a ton of big plays defensively, and once the game settled in, everybody else kind of followed suit. So uh, TJ was a great leader for us all year, and we just kind of followed his lead all night.
1: Okay, I love this play specifically, Connor Harding ad-libbing at the end of the game, and it's only fitting that your last two points in the Marriott Center are a yo hammer throwdown. Man,
4: it's, it's surreal. Everything about that night is so surreal. It's, it's the kind of stuff that you can't make up, and just such a fun night to be a part of. We'll all remember it forever, and uh, it's so awesome that we'll get to watch this forever.
2: Okay, it's amazing what Yoli did that night because not only is it 28-10, but the first possession, the very first, first possession of the post, they come big, big monster. And then, like, four possessions later, they come guard, big monster. You actually turned it over out of bounds. But, like, the, the things he had to read all night, right, uh, about the different defenses, Jake's first ball screen, he comes off, they blitz him all the way to half court, right? So these guys had to adjust to so much during the course of the game. Uh, and it's what you do as veteran guys, man. You just raise up and you, you see what the defense is doing and then you start to counter it. And So you saw this incredible display there of, of post catches on the right and left block and rolls and step-back threes and just the versatility that Yoli showed in this game is amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: And your play calling was suited to going to your seniors, especially late in the second half when you just said, get the ball to Yoli and let him do his thing.
2: Yeah, we were stuck, and so we were just like, hey, we're, we're going to punch it, right? The, the game had got a little bit tight, and, and so we just – you know, we, we, we you know, I don't know, three out of six possessions. We really force fed Yo the ball in the post and he, and he delivered on all the possessions. A great pass by Kobe and a great catch by Yo. Uh, the first play we watched the turn, uh, the turn to flex where Yoli flex cut off and had that unbelievable catch. Him catching the ball all night was really spectacular.
1: Was that a foul on a Yai, Yo? Did he touch you there?
2: no no
1: not at all <laughs> you know
4: that wasn't but we're gonna see something from tj later that was just egregious
1: you know
2: it's a big time plays.
1: all right and, and again this is when gonzaga's making their own they get to within two so tough to climb all the way back up the mountain why no panic in that situation from you guys
4: i think we just trust each other you know that was our thing all year was was trusting each other and trusting in our coach and um, just having that belief that the next guy would step up and, and make the right play. It, it's really cool when you have a team that knows they don't have to do anything spectacular. You know, we didn't have to have the game of our lives, and uh, we felt like that every night. We knew that we could go out and, and do what we did and that it would be good enough. So it's really fun to play that way, and you get a lot of confidence.
1: 28 points, 10 rebounds for Yoli, 17 for Jake. Oh, by the way, all of your field goals were from the three point line. Do you like that? Uh, I mean,. I don't care. I mean, they're worth more points,
0: for so sure. <laughs> yeah. Give
1: me all the threes. Okay, let's talk about another one of your, uh, and I know you, he's a beloved teammate, Zach Selyas, not just for his mustache and his haircut, but just his overall swag, what he brings to the floor. If you were trying to explain Zach Zeis to somebody coach somebody 'd never seen him play, what would you say this play right here so what you don 't see is on the on the offensive end right before this he
2: dives on the floor to save a 50 50 ball and ends up turnover he sprints back, yo gets a deflection Zach does that uh, reverse pivot dribble and then bangs the three and that 's just that's the intensity and energy nice. it brings to the game. Ooh, so okay. special. The, mu- the mustache wipe.
0: So special. Look at his stance. Oh, we got to get something. Then this, this, this I cannot crazy. get enough
2: of this play. It's so awesome. That's how you win. I mean, that is how you win. And, and, and in that sense, Zach was the heart and soul. And then it doesn't hurt when, when you got guys doing that either. No, that Jake, you, you said really the awareness. Easy.
1: Like, Patricia's on me. He's not ready for this. No. I mean, I think we had numbers,
0: and I had made a few in a row. So I was just, I'm going to put this one up. Um, that's insane. Look at that, That so I mean, steals the ball from him. That's on the ground.
4: more demoralizing than just getting yeah.
0: absolutely punched <laughs> on.
4: Because that's yeah, like good, a
0: dude sitting on his butt, yeah. and he rips the ball from yeah. him. And then they had a call it, I think. Did they call a timeout after yeah. that? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's the best when you make call a incredible.
4: Timeout.
1: And then Zach, he did this against Pepperdine, too, uh, a week later, where he makes all these clutch shots late in the game. <laughs> that <laughs> that for, so look awesome, at the free throw. something. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. That's amazing. So he actually uh, Injected slipped. into my law, my lines of, law of life, yes, my bloodlines. He actually slips that
2: ball screen and gets a really hard catch and catches it, right, which we talk about all the time, nope. and then just takes his time and debos uh, number one from Gonzaga, a little bit in the post, and shows it all the way down, and then he jumps into this defensive stance that communicates to our entire team, and he communicates the entire arena, right? It just is uh, – man what a what a star he was for us this year It was just special
1: well and coach, you watched his game evolve a lot because you were here when he was knocking down a bunch of three pointers and was recruited and now he's asked to do something totally different this year
2: yeah he just he just was willing to do whatever it took and yeah um, uh, you know he just he just you know put the finishing touches on a really extraordinary career in this building here you know in this game
0: he had he had an alter ego i believe like off the yeah. court he's really quiet and shy, funny, hilarious, but when he got on the court, he turned into a savage. Like, his mohawk and his mustache. He scared me sometimes. His face was all red. I'm like, like, he's gonna pass out. Yes, like, (laughs) even before the game was in there drinking his whatever, and I'm just like, bro, you need to chill out. But he, that's just who he was. He's just a crazy person. Yeah, It was amazing. Him and Dalton,
4: they made us go, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those two are, it's the epitome of sacrificing everything for a team. Like, this dude had never played like this before in his career. Goes and breaks his foot, sees that we don't have enough bigs. And he's like, all right, let me go throw 20 pounds on and, and be the yes, big wow. physical yeah. dude that we need. And it's, it's unbelievable to see a guy sacrifice like that.
1: I love seeing him get more national notoriety because of this game. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. so many people are like, who is this mustache mystery man yeah. from BYU? I love him. I need yes. more of him in my life. Yes. He's, he's, he
2: became a little bit iconic for this yeah. team. Like, all the national people, you know, really took to him and, and loved it. Uh, you know, and, and speaking of, of Dalton Nixon, he didn't get to play in this game really till the end. But, but you know, I can't tell you how many times I heard Yoli say, "This Dalton Nixon is my hero, man. That's the guy I want to play like all, all season long." And what those two guys brought to this team was, you can't overstate it. It was awesome.
1: You guys have talked about T.J. Haas and what he meant to this team, not just throughout the season, but Yoli specifically early in this game when buckets were tough to come by. He, he made so many defensive plays to keep the emotions high for BYU.
4: Unbelievable! He he flipped a switch in the season where he just kind of turned into our rock on the defensive end of the floor of, you know, I'm going to come up with plays. Coach talks about making plays all the time. You know, you can be in the right spots, doing the right things, talking, and that's all great, but Coach loves dudes that make plays. And TJ decided I'm going to be a dude that makes plays, and uh, he really picked up where, where Dalton left off leaving us, and it was huge.
1: Back-to-back drawn charges right there. BYU up 6-4 to four at that point. And that's, I mean, that's against one of the faster guards in all of college basketball and Joel Ayai, but yeah. look at the positioning of Haas here. Yeah.
2: He, um, you know, so you, you always talked about him flipping a switch. So we lost a game at San Francisco. It was the last game we lost during the regular season. And, um, and then I think we ran off nine straight after that. And, and uh, TJ was a big key to that. I'll never forget, you know, we were all so devastated after that game and we're, we're flying home and I walked back in the plane and uh, kind of called TJ out like right there some guys were sleeping they just talked to him and then he came in the next day and we watched uh, basically all of his defensive possessions where he was away from the ball not making plays here's a guy that's an all-conference player for three straight years he's one of the best point guards in America right and he does so many extraordinary things and, and, and we just asked him to step up to another level with that part of his game. And, and he didn't get offended. He didn't uh, poo-poo it. He just was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out how to do it. And then, and then he was so huge in, in the epic run that these guys made on the defensive end. And certainly in the first half of this game, this game could have got away from us because we were a little scattered on the offensive end and, and, until Jake got us right from the three-point line. But in the meantime, TJ made all these plays defensively that kept us alive. It was, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, really that composure that came with uh, the defense. Now, TJ was given a little bit of a hard time. For a play that he made against Philip Petrushov of Gonzaga, and I know you guys have uh, some things you'd like to address here. He's just doing what he's supposed oh, to do. Gosh, this is what he's coached to do. Okay, so what what happened here, and uh, is, is this a dirty play?
0: Uh, if you ask me, no. We, I mean, we knew that they have bigs that are going to roll um, in the pick and roll, and so our job is to tag them. And I know TJ is such a presence physically, <laughs> his stature. I mean. <laughs> So it doesn't surprise me that he f- buckled like that, but um, <laughs> you know some people had had some things to say about that, and I, I think those people are soft. Like that, that's a that's a good basketball play. Um, we'll take the foul. I mean to set to send a message the way he did, because um, I know Petrusev was looking every time he was rolling for sure. I mean look at him on the ground. Wow. So yeah, he he just he he's doing his job. Uh, take the foul. They made the three, so I guess. Um, He didn't do good enough, but I think that uh, the message was clear that we're here to be more physical than you guys because – we feel like they did that to us when we played up in Spokane. So we really wanted to to send a message and say we're not, we're not playing around today. Like um, You guys are here and you're going to feel us.
1: Well, they didn't call a common foul there. They went back and reviewed it, and then because no common foul was called, they can't just assess a foul to TJ.
2: Right, and that's what they said to us afterwards. They're like, we're not allowed by the rules to assess a common foul, but it is a foul. We just missed it, which happens all throughout the course of the game. Guys miss fouls. Um, and so uh you know it, it, it was managed the right way, and it's you know it's hard for the zags to be too upset about it they got a three out of it when <laughs> they get the foul they get a you know they get a best of two so um but it you know it's a it's a it's uh it's it's a tag play, it's really important. It's how you guard a pick and roll. You know, forearm placement may be uh, questionable, but um, the physicality that TJ Hawes tried to bring in this game, I mean he weighs 110 pounds. He weigh
4: 115 pounds? Come you on. You gotta man. think. TJ's gotta be more careful than us because he's built different. True. He's yeah. he's a tank out there yeah. at 120. Yes. So he can't just he can't just be throwing people around like that. I do yeah. know that Coach Shork was so hyped. Oh, yeah. Yes. Coach Shark
2: was like, Look what I created! In this game. <laughs> coach Hork is our ring he's a great guy. Look how tough.
1: This guy is when yes. oh, you never take shots like that in the back right never. ever from anybody never. else.
4: So here's the thing Was it a foul? Probably he extended a little bit But watch it the the double hitch. He said I get I got hit. He does a split second and smart good play It's like I got hit. Oh, I should probably fall Second one yep. goes down great flop but move on. It's actually you know? a,
2: real, it's a real part of the game. I mean, yeah. you're trying to show the refs that something illegal took place, so you're going to – A smart now, player. Jake and Yoli would never – Overemphasize Ever. potential foul. I would never, never. Sell something Ever. like that. No, I but it, do that. it's actually a really important part of the game, and it's a savvy, it's a savvy play on Petruso's part, and, and uh, it's it's you know it's 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 what you're supposed to do.
1: Not a flagrant foul. Mm. As much as we love Sean Farnham, hard disagree right there. Hey, we
2: love Sean. Let me tell you this, Sean Farnham. We love this cat Sean Farnham. Like he's been a dear friend, but I don't know how they played this game in Westwood. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it just makes me, it gives me
1: pause just to wonder. <laughs> We need to get him with Coach Shork, right? <laughs> all right, guys, great stuff. Uh, coming up, you're going to witness one of the things that happened during a timeout to the tune of $8,000. It was just a special type of night all around. Stay with us on this BYU Sports Nation Play-By-Replay.
0: BYU Play-By-Replay is presented by Brady Industries. Honestly better and Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward.
3: Welcome back. Even great players need a sub. I'm subbing in for Spencer Linton here on this BYUSN play-by-replay, joined by Jake Doolson, Yoli Childs, Mark Pope. And let's talk about a moment that didn't happen during the game, and you and I have talked about this, Yoli. After the dunk, a, a fan, a supporter of the program, comes over and high-fives you during. And instead of saying, no, 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 get off the go, you take the time to give him a five. I thought that was a great moment.
4: Uh, I think uh, it's always important to just treat people the right way, you know, regardless of of who somebody is, whether you know them or not, you know, uh, we're all important and it's important for people to be validated and uh, for someone to support us enough and for them to be so excited to run onto the court. I mean, you got to think about that aspect of this dude really just loves our team and loves BYU so much. The, the only right thing to do is show him some love.
2: You saw Rob. Rob was like, I don't think you're supposed to be on so He, <laughs> he had, had a jersey he on. The so game. He did have he, a jersey he, on. Yeah,
3: he, know, he was standing behind hard. the stanchion uh, during the court. I, I don't know what he was doing during the game, but, Mark, you, you're trying to get the huddle going. Yeah. The game's over, but you got to finish this thing, right? So look at you, Mark. You're oh, like, whoa, come whoa, here. come here. Hello. Get him over here. Yo, we,
2: we actually got work to do,
3: bro. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it was cool that you took a moment, so. Well, well done. Okay, let's talk about another play that didn't happen in the game but affected the game. So the crowd is, uh, th- this was such a great game in terms of what happened on the court, and then the spectacle around it was great, too. So there's a half-court shot. This happens every game, but guess what? I knew it was BYU's night when this shot went in, 8000 bucks for that student. You guys are in the middle of the huddle. Did you, did you hear the roar? Were you like, what's going on?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I heard it all, and I knew they were doing the half-court shot, but we were meeting as a team, and then once the crowd went crazy, I knew that he hit the shot, and then yeah, I was just like, wow, this, this environment is crazy.
2: Do we, do we know this young man's name? I don't
0: know his name. This it's dude mis- st- Mr. 8000. He no. goes straight yeah. Larry
2: Bird. Like, he throws his, his hand up as a three before it goes in. Yeah.
3: Who's taking second, I think he was heard to say, right? And then the, uh, the Merritt Center leap. That's a oh, new
0: thing we may have awesome. to uh,
3: include in the future. We could try to track <laughs> him
0: down, but he probably took that 8,000 and went somewhere warm. He, yeah, he, and, he, <laughs> he was like, I don't know you yeah. guys anymore. <laughs> He's out of here. What
3: a, what a shot. One of the many shots that went through. So who who is the guy that is taking the half-court shot in that situation on this team? Who's who's the best half-court shooter on the squad? Uh, I, th-
0: I th- think there's two. You, you just asked two different questions. So who's taking the shot and yes. who's the best Three or half-court shooter, because you got to consider in a game there's so many different variables. Somebody has to pass the ball in. Somebody has to be a distraction. Somebody has to set screens. Somebody has to catch it. Like You've so you got, you got to think of everything. So um, that's why you would put certain people in certain situations. The best half-court shooter is clearly me. And the numbers prove that.
3: Joe Lenardi felt the same way. Really? In
0: a, in a simulation. You made a 40 footer in the yes. second round yes. at the buzzer. Yes. And it was a jump shot. I didn't push it, <laughs> I didn't it float it. It, I, it was a jump shot. All right? But yes, my point is that we kept track this year after practice and on game days, we would shoot half court shots, and everyone wasn't involved. But you can ask T J and Evan to clarify. But what can I ask them.
2: What are the what numbers? They, 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 they're not I'll even. a part. What are the numbers? I, tell the numbers. these numbers is insane.
0: But I love it. I actually joined late because I'm new to the team and I had no idea what they're doing. But I saw them shooting half court shots after practices, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to join." So they let me join. I took. Uh, I replaced McKay Cannon from last year, and we just count. Um, we shoot a shot. I'm who we is? Uh, me, T J, and Evan. Mm-hmm. Good. So we, we shoot a shot after practice at shoot-arounds um, on game days. And after Vegas, I won 43, TJ in second, 36, Evan in third, 30. What do these numbers mean? You mean I, made four, I made 43 half-court shots this They're year. So we, we, oh, just, we just after practice, we just uh, shoot one shot, and gotcha. the first person to make it wins.
3: What percentage-ish are we talking about here from half-court?
0: hundred because I made forty three of them. I won like you made
3: forty three percent. Is that what you're saying? No,
0: no, no, no. So we didn't shoot a hundred. It's just. bitch
4: what? man is in grad school. The, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Uh, so what? So what do you? Think? I I won. I I yes. every the day there's a winner. Every day is there's a winner. Let I won forty yeah, three I days. I got you. They won thirty. <laughs> so him. TJ okay, and Evan have a little call. we just went over this. I just met one more than bit did. He's probably, no, probably shooting 10%. Totally. total. You okay. made 43, that was the most. Well, okay, you add 43 to 36 to 30. I don't know what that is off the top of my head, all right? <laughs> that's got way more analytical. That's how many days, that's how many times God. we shot. Okay, I get it. Okay,
4: but here's the thing. You won, I get Let, it.
2: Me, let me add something to this, too. So, here's the thing. Like, these guys who have finished practice, and the two guys that lost the half-court shot, would be deflated. I mean, they took TJ this seriously. Yes, and it was them
0: most days because took it I was seriously. winning.
2: And, and the thing is, is you know what, Evan and TJ, believe it or not, they would come in here and tell the same story. I was there for the last shot as they came over to the bench, and both those guys just distraught, right? is like, well, wow, we got the inside of a turn to make it up. He didn't. And so he got to live the rest of his life knowing that he got They to wanted at out. the end, they said, we were going to do one, and it was
0: worth 14 points so that – Evan in last place could potentially win, but I said no, yeah. and I actually won the last one. So, um,
3: so self-proclaimed half-court champ.
0: No, no, not self-proclaimed. Like the numbers okay. bear it out. Yeah, okay, oh, right. Yoli yes. wasn't involved. So, Yoli reason. wants to talk now, and yeah.
4: I haven't seen him make a half-court shot Am I the best half-court ever. shooter? No, I might be the worst on the team. Oh, yes. let's Colby's worse than me. Colby's not bad.
0: No, are you serious? <laughs> I'm
2: kidding. I
3: spell <laughs> a future video of Kay. this. Colby's, Colby's trash. This <laughs> yeah. I'm, Colby's I'm pretty trash
2: too. from the half court is not I'm not biased
3: here. Can I submit a name? Yeah. And, and video proof? Dalton Nixon. He's pretty good. He's yeah, pretty been good. practicing that's, that's his problem. dad's shot for years. We did an inside BYU hoops. This is the first try, guys. No, he's on half court. That's the first that
4: shot. He's good. But here's the thing. Jake is the best half-court shooter out of three guys. Out of those three. But if we're talking the whole team, so after shoot-arounds on the road, we shoot as a team.
0: And Connor Harding was working us. Connor Harding. Ooh, Very true. Loud. Connor was working us. He's
4: taking
3: over.
0: No, so no, 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 he made two guy. shots all year. I made 43. So what we're saying is when the whole team shot, Connor won the most of those. Mm. But when it was just... Us three who cared about shooting half-court shots. Everyone else would go eat and you know go home and whatever. But we stayed after because we know we know it's important. Because you never
4: beat him. Who? You never beat Connor.
0: What do you mean I never beat him?
4: You never won the, the one as the whole team. And he yeah, did. but I, I never so wanted to because
0: I was winning in our individual We challenge. might have I to get to, a whole other second here. Have to, we'll figure this um,
4: out.
2: Um, Jay versus Connor. Let's see hey, what if, happens. If the NSA comes through in five days, we'll run it back. Okay,
3: <laughs> 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 let's talk about another play that happened uh, during a timeout. So, Cosmo, he had already dunked from the three-point line and gone vir- viral. This is another crazy one, guys. I know you guys are in a timeout right now, but, but this is unbelievable.
4: Oh, I've never seen this. Wow.
3: Through the dude's legs? That I don't yeah, like
4: know
2: if I'm more impressed by yes. Cosmo or the dude that yeah. was, like, doing a handstand. Very, Upside yeah. down, down holding a still.
0: Is he wearing jeans, too? That's impressive. They must be the stretchy jeans. Yeah, that's something. That's some that's some core strength right there. (laughs) I mean,
3: the plays that were happening in the game were impressive. They were also impressive during the dead. Look at the balance here. Look at this.
4: Yeah, that's more that guy. I mean,
0: and he's exposed. Let's not let's not forget about how exposed he is. I mean, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, so
3: bold. That is actually
2: terrifying. That's a close your eyes moment. Yes,
3: (laughs) yes, it is. And good thing you guys
2: weren't looking. Is Cosmo. The greatest, I mean, he's got to be the greatest mascot in America. Absolutely. There's, there's no close second. No. It's not, not even close. close. We are talking about it for The guy done from the three-point line. Which had Mike happened, by the way, do in the, do the year
3: 2000 as well. Oh, this video evidence? High school yes. three-point
2: line, though. Yes. Moved True. It, it
3: had moved back to wait, the wait, wait. It moved back twice. That's
2: a yes. great point. Who, Cosmo had done it or someone else? Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah. Cosmo. So this Cosmo was like the new improved version. It's the well, same Cosmo. We don't know. That's right. Because Cosmo is all the real. kids yeah. are watching. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: it's the same. Cosmo, Cosmo. Cosmo is real. <laughs>
0: yes, yes.
3: Okay, yes. let's compare dunks. So Yoli, this is your last basket um, in the Marriott Center, and this is an ad lib play from Connor Harding, and what a dish! What did this mean to you to have that be the finale, and kind of the end of the game? This that was like the official moment where I knew the game was totally
4: over. No, it was it was surreal. I'm, I usually like since I started dunking. Uh, I never like show too much emotion or anything, because I always have thought like I'm supposed to do that, you know. But that's one of the 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 only times I've ever just been so excited to, about a moment like that. Kind of knowing it was our last time on that court, uh, knowing how much BYU's meant to me over these four years. It was. It was a great feeling, and with this stupid finger, it was great to be able to dunk again. I wanted, I wanted fist pump, man. Yeah,
2: loved, that thats my favorite part. I
0: wanted you to pull yourself up onto the rim and get teed up.
2: Like <laughs> it was worth it. Because Jake crazy taking those free throws yeah. 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 go
4: crazy, <laughs> get, your, get your numbers up.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what a what a moment and what a finish. Um, that was awesome. That was awesome. Okay, Mark, we're gonna get the real reaction from these guys. We're actually gonna kick you off in this next segment in the finale as we continue this BYU-SN play-by-replay as BYU takes guns down Gonzaga. We're not done yet. One more segment coming up after the break.
1: The BYU Sports Nation play-by-replay about to wrap up, but not before two of the more remarkable seniors in BYU basketball history have their final say after one of the most memorable wins in Cougar Hoops history over Gonzaga. Yoli Childs, Jake Toulson still with us. Uh, the BYU Sports Nation team, and uh, your coach has said it's the most epic senior night ever. We want to dive into your specific thoughts about that as the seconds are winding down, fans are storming the court. Jake, we'll start with you. And coach
3: is gone. You can say what you
0: really think. Now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? All right, good.
1: Yeah, we, we booted him out so that you wouldn't feel any pressure here. Uh-huh. But what What's going through your mind right now?
0: Man, uh, first of all, just stay safe. Um, I, was, I was on the court. And everyone just kind of bum rushed me, and I was, I was just jumping around, celebrating, you know, people coming up, and and then I got to the point where I couldn't breathe anymore because I had just played, you know, 40 minutes, and now everyone's storming me, and I was like, all right, I got, I got to get to the side, so I kind of like moved some people away. I was so, right by you. Yeah, so you I was kind like, of please you help, get help out. me, help yeah. me. <laughs> but no, I got to the side eventually, caught my breath, and then kind of just stood up on. Um, where the media sits and just kind of soaked it all in.
3: You guys are right by, yeah, the bench right there and Yoli, you were in a similar position as well. I, I looked at you during this and I thought, he's really enjoying this. This could be a moment of some panic, but this was a celebration of course.
4: Oh, it was awesome. It was, it was surreal. I remember talking to my wife the night before and I, was, I told her, I was like, I think they might storm the court if we win tomorrow. And I was just thinking about, like, so I had envisioned it, about like how legendary that would be and just how incredible it would feel, and uh, it was a surreal moment, you know. Um, That entire night, I was really just trying to bask it all in and and really appreciate uh, being in the Marriott Center, and uh, it was emotional knowing it was my last time in there. Um, So I just tried to be in that moment, and like Jake said, after a little while, I was like, okay, this is crazy. I was was hot, couldn't breathe. (laughs) And the coolest thing, though, was I was in there for a while, And then there were a bunch of kids around me, and I was like, I gotta get to the locker room. And these two dudes, little dudes, they were tiny, and they were just like, You gotta get in there? We got you, bro. And they just started moving people. I was like, This is assault. But they were just, they were moving people. They cleared away. It was a nice stroll. They were doing their That's awesome. We got you, bro. We got you. Okay, you get into
1: the locker room. Let's talk about what's going on in there. And we've seen a little bit of. Uh, video come out from Coach Polk getting doused with water in his custom suit and whatnot. But what what else is happening in those moments?
0: Well, we, we get in there, yeah, and we wait for for uh, Coach and, and everyone else to get in. But we're, I mean, I think I just went and gave Yo a hug. Um, like, all the guys just, just walked around and embraced each other and really just soaked in the moment. Um, and it was super special, super cool. Coach comes in. We do the water. We you know we celebrate, and then he and then he takes us back out onto the court, and and we you know have the microphone and we say a few things. But the whole night, man, it was just a celebration of of, of a season of of a team that you know we we fought all season long, and and for it to end that way, um, last game in the Marriott Center, it's it's unforgettable. I think we're all going to look back and remember that night forever.
3: And a year ago. We didn't think either of you would be on this team. Uh, Mark Pope gets hired. Certainly that influenced your decision. Then, Yoli, you decided to come back. Certainly Mark Pope, a part of
4: that. What did Mark Pope mean to both of you? Let's start with you, Yoli, uh, for this senior season. Oh, yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. You know, um, The way he was able to drive me and this team and, and get the best out of us every single day was incredible. I remember it was the beginning of summer, and he basically told us we're going hard every single day for the entire year he was like when we get to conference he's like we're still going hard and in the back of our minds are like oh i don't know our our bodies gonna get worn out and he was like you'll get used to it and your bodies will adapt and and he was true to that and we just worked every single day to get better and uh, i think he really got the best out of us and he got the best out of me and uh, i'll always love him for that and appreciate
0: him for that he's your head coach the whole time Mm -hmm. your whole career what does he mean to you Man, it's, it's hard to, to put into words. He, he's so special to me. Um, he, he gave me a chance. He, he believed in me when not many other people did. Um, I'll always be thankful for that. And I think the thing that makes him special is that he cares. Um, he, there's like, there's so much trust and, um, he really puts forth an effort to get to know you and and the things that are important to you. Um, we've been through a lot together, uh, on the court, obviously, but just so many good memories of life. Like he, he flew down to Arizona for my wedding and we were there for, you know, when his kids graduated from high school and go on missions. And, and so like just the things that we've been through together have, have bonded us close. And he, he, he's taught me so much about the game and, um, and myself. And I'm so grateful for him. And, uh, I'm so glad that I was, had the opportunity to play for him.
1: I love that you said when you came back out and addressed the crowd and I'm paraphrasing here we're going to party in Provo tonight. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was uh, a good way to sum up everything that had happened against Gonzaga.
0: Yeah, I mean we, we did. It was an epic night and um, everyone came together and, and it's so cool to, to to look at that game and see like for us it was a huge game because you know we're, we're a sharpie in the NCAA tournament and it's huge for our team two ranked teams whatever but like that game meant so much to us and the coaches and the guys who are actually playing, but like BYU Nation, like Cougar Nation, like that—that's something they'll never forget, and everyone will remember that game, and, and it's so special to them. Like they can brag about it, and, and it makes them so happy, it brings them so much joy. For, so for us to have the opportunity to to go out there and play, um, we 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 know like we have a responsibility to to give it our all, and we did that every night because there's so many people that. Um, that love us and support us and it's just a blessing to go out there and do it
1: for yoli childs jake tulson coach mark pope jerem jordan i'm spencer linton